Hi everyone, my name is Juan Bonilla, and uh, before I get started, I just wanted to apologize for any mispronunciations, any stuttering, or any issues I have, as this is the first time I've ever recorded live. I'm here today uh, to do the last episode of a three-part series about our interesting, yet scary, parasite Plasmodium apparel. Um, before this, the last two episodes, my, uh, it was done by my other two colleagues, and uh, they have introduced to you and given you plenty of information about why and how deadly this parasite really is. I'm here to touch base on some major factors on what makes this parasite so deadly, and also about the research and future progress that has been done and it's continued to be done and uh, made in hopes of getting rid of this problem for good. One of the worst things is that this parasite is extremely opportunistic as it not only attacks the um, fresh or old uh, red blood cells, it always attacks all ages of blood cells, uh, whether they are freshly made from bone marrow or whether they are close to the, their life cycle, the end of their life cycle, sorry. They are by far the fastest replicating parasite of the Plasmodium family. Now put it this way. Um, anywhere from 30,000 to 40,000 merozoites are released compared to the not-so-close competitor of Plasmodium ovale at 15,000. So more than double, almost triple of what Plasmodium ovale can do. Uh, this parasite um, count, the parasitemia count of a person infected with plasmodium falciparum can be as high as 500,000 compared to a max high count of 20,000 in plasmodium vivax. Uh, another reason this parasite is so deadly and I personally think is the worst reason of them all, worst being, you know, deadliest I guess, is that this uh, parasite makes the erythrocytes be become sticky. Uh, this leads the erythrocytes of the blood to stick to the blood vessels, on the walls of the blood vessels. This in turn leads to the buildup of clots, and we all know exactly how deadly those could be. Uh, those clots lead to the loss of oxygenation of certain tissues that are being blocked, or can lead to other further complications that are known when we have a clot in our system. Right now, as far as, far as current research goes, uh, most research done is in partnership with other institutions or people working on the same materials or working on the same problems because it can be so widespread, especially in large parts of Africa. And it's usually done in cooperation with field and laboratory activities, meaning well, on the field they're always uh, taking in research on the actual field where these things are actually happening and also in laboratories getting plenty of information uh, from the flies to other types of vaccines that may be helping or any kind of medication. Uh, right now, field investigations help in seeing different modes of transmission and host responses. So how they can transmit the parasite from one person to the next or how people can become contracted with the parasite. Same as how humans are dealing with it or even animals such as primates. This leads to how they have uh, primate colonies. They use these colonies to best see how malaria behaves in a primate. And as you know, we are primates. Um, this helps them learn mechanisms and treatments for a severe pathology that come along with malaria, such as severe anemia, cerebral malaria, 
and even malaria during pregnancy. Uh, so it's very, very crucial and very important that these research studies keep on going. They're currently going, and uh, all the CDC's research is um, used by WHO, World Health Organization, as far as getting their information for malaria. And in hopes for the future, uh, the hopes for the future include new drugs, vaccines for treatment and prevention, do diagnostic tests, innovative insecticide-treated materials, and revised systems for delivering and evaluating malaria control. So like we're dealing with now with COVID, how, how we can evaluate or how we can test people that have it or how we can test our surroundings or how we can better prevent it. Um, right now, the biggest thing I think that they're using is insecticide-treated mosquito nets. And they're constantly being researched. They're constantly, constantly being improved. Um, insecticides are not just what we think of that they're sprayed over vast crops over vast areas to kill all the bugs so we don't have any bugs or anything like that or mosquitoes in that sense but right now they're being impregnated meaning like just quote unquote soaked into these mosquito nets uh, that way when people hang them over their beds it repels those mosquitoes away and right now one of the new and improved forms are called long lasting insecticide treated bed nets these nets tend to hold their repellent properties for longer periods of time even though they're being washed constantly or they're being cleaned all the time that way they don't have to be constantly replaced and you can hang them up over your bed and they're still repelling the mosquitoes away and i can say like in conclusion all in all field and uh, study of phlasmodium falciparum and malaria in general is ever-changing they're always making improvements always finding new ways to help always finding even new ways that uh, this problem is being so uh, this problem can be so big how they how why it's so hard to get rid of and why this plasmodium falciparum is so deadly um, one thing that I gotten from this and also reading dr. Nagami's book is that just because you travel to a country that's in high risk and you stay at a nice fancy hotel you think you're impervious to the problem you're not you stay at this fancy hotel even though in that country is high risk you still have to take the precautions take your malarial drugs take the precautions because you can become another one of Dr. Nagambi's patients and I'm, as all we've all read you don't want to be always like I said always take the proper precautions talk to your provider if you don't know if you're traveling to a country that's high risk ask 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 oh, there's no stupid questions Ask away, find out. Sometimes you can take malarial drugs as a help, just in case you do come in contact with a mosquito that's carrying this problem. Um, and all in all, uh, I hope you've enjoyed listening to our informational three-part series. 